We pick up after Leah gets kidnapped. The APR News report broadcasted a voice message out. The APR News and the Crossville Police Department has been looking for her. Missing reports have been released. There is no further contact with Leah. The Crossville Police Department has been trying to contact Leah's parents in case of any contact with their daughter. But there has been no trace of Mrs. and Mr. Haddock. Sources show that there were signs of struggle and breaking and entering at the scene. Tested forensics came back as Leah's mother and father were there when Leah got kidnapped. We have evidence to believe that Mr. and Mrs. Haddock were working on the outside of Wamstown and were the ones killing the survivors that told Leah about what went on in Wamstown. And they were working with Leah's uncle, Emil. Then all of a sudden, out of the blue, an anonymous anonymous caller contacted the police department. They were able to track the phone to a female named Francesca. She is Leah's aunt and Emil's spouse. Leah's aunt stated that she knew where Leah was and that she was safe. She also told the police that Leah would be safely returned as long as the APR news deleted any evidence from Longtown. The police have been trying to get a hold of Leah's aunt to see if there's any other options to get Leah back. After many failed attempts at trying to get a hold of Leah's aunt, they finally did, but this time Leah picked up. Who is this? I'm an APR reporter, Edith Bollett. Where are you being killed at? I don't know, but it's very dark and gloomy and has an old antique smell to it. Did you know that you had an aunt? No, I did not know that I had an aunt. Do you remember anything that happened to you yesterday? I don't remember anything. Oh, wait. Geez, I hear them coming. I gotta go. I'll try to get a hold of you soon. Wait, Leah. Leah. Hi, my name is Edith Violet. I am from TBI, and I am investigating the disappearance of APR reporter Leah Haddock. Leah Haddock's last known location was where she was interviewing a survivor named Lenore from the Longtown incident. She was on a live interview with Lenore when she was kidnapped. No one has seen her since. She was having that conversation. This episode is a tough to, is tough to get through. Please stay with us. Hello? Are you part of the investigation about Limetown? I am not allowed to give out information. I have Leah. I will make a deal. Wait, what? What kind of deal? All of the evidence must be deleted and wiped from all the files. Then you can meet with Leah. You will have nine hours to accept the deal. Okay, is there a number I could call you back on? I will call you back at 7 p.m. Oh, okay. Calm down. I will talk to you then. I did not know what to do. We have had to rescue Leah, but all her work, her research would be gone with no way to get it back. All her struggles would be for nothing. At the end of her live interview, she said not to let them win. If we wipe her search, we are letting them win. Like she said not to. 
I could feel my frustration rising, trying to figure out what we could do. I called the APR news reporter, news reporter who is Leah's boss. I asked him if we should give all the information Leah had to online. We are not to give that information to anyone. We could save Leah and all those people of Limetown with it. When I started to realize how much that information would help us, I sat at my desk listening to all the recordings and all the notes Leah had in her files of those spirals. Could her parents be the ones who destroyed Limetown and the people? Could her uncle be a victim of this terrible crime? I put them under my notes of the files I had of Leah's missing reports and all the work she'd done in the past few months. And I asked myself, why couldn't anyone get a hold of Mr. and Mrs. Haddock? So I dived right in to Mr. and Mrs. Haddock's criminal records to see if there was anything surprising about themselves that could lead to Leah going missing. As I looked through their criminal record, I found something mysterious that didn't make sense until now. I found a record that was from 2007. Leah's father and mother had been charged with aggravated assault on Oscar Toto. As I was thinking in my head, what the hell, that name sounds familiar. So I went back and wrote down all the names of the people that Leah had talked to and talked about with the survivors. I had the name Oscar Toto on my list that people talked about. That's all I could find. Thank you, Gina. I can never let Francesca Haddock have this information, but neither can I let Leah or put Leah in danger either. So I called up my boss and asked what I need to do about this. Hello, Ron speaking. Ron, I found something about Leah Haddock. Oh, uh, hell, Edith. Are you sure it's something important? Well, I thought it was pretty strange that Leah's parents have not even checked with us to see if we found Leah. So I looked at the criminal records to see if anything could pop up to be mysterious about them in case they know where Leah went. We could immediately go for them. They have a criminal record for aggravated assault on Oscar Toto. Shit, this better be good. Get to my office right now. Wait. We have a special case on our hands. We cannot afford to give it, give up on this case or get anything wrong. We definitely need to get everything correct. Leah needs to come home safely. I agree. I am almost certain that Mr. and Mrs. Haddock know where Leah is. I mean, we know Leah is with her aunt. Francesca is supposed to call me at 7. We need to trace her phone and see where the location is. But before that, we need to give her fake evidence of what all these survivors and Leah said. Yeah, we do. I'll go get the damn stingray device. You stay right here. Five till six. Hello, Francesca. This is Shay. Have you decided on the deal yet? I will give you all the evidence and recordings we have of Leah and the survivors.
We have Edith. We have located Francesca's phone by Baymond by Whittingham in Crossville. I have sent cops there to surround the place until we get there. Great. I'll not notify the APR reporters I have to meet us there. So, Miss Francesca, if that is even your real name, tell me why you kidnapped Leah. I didn't kidnap Leah. Her parents and uncle did. They told me to keep her until they got back from Europe. Why were they going to Europe? They were going to see if any other countries have done mind control. If they did, they would let all the people go. Wait, what? The people? Oh, I'm assuming you don't know. Let me tell you. Edith, if that's even your real name, Mr. and Mrs. Haddock was a part of the Limetown Project. You know, the mind control thing. They wanted to mind control Leah because they thought if she ever found out that they were working with Oscar Totem, she would never speak to them again. So if they put the chip in Leah, she would never have a clue about it and she'd always love them. Do you know where Leah's parents are now? They're on their way back to Tennessee. They get off of their flight in seven hours. Okay, Miss Francesca, it was nice talking to you, but I have to hold you accountable for Leah's kidnapping until we find more evidence. I was walking back to my desk where Leah was sitting. She looked so heartbroken and very confused. I told her all the information I got from Francesca. Friday morning at 7.25 a.m. I'm on my way to the airport to get Mr. and Mrs. Haddock. I'm dressing up as an Uber driver and driving them to their hotel. When I stop the car immediately and handcuff them both and take them to the police station for questioning as well, they both admit to everything that Francesca was saying about them. The people in Limetown are in London. Are we able to get to them? Yes, you are. If you hurry in time, you can save their life. We sold them to a scientist named Salvia. Okay, Mr. and Mrs. Haddock, you are under arrest for the kidnap of Leah Haddock and illegal human testing. Three months later, Sunday evening, 5.43 p.m., we now have all the people from Lomtown and they're staying somewhere safely. We are going to trial on Tuesday to see if Mr. and Mrs. Haddock are guilty for testing on citizens of Lomtown. Tuesday morning, 7 o'clock a.m. We are now, we are in court right now as we speak. I am more nervous than I ever have ever been in my life. I am scared we don't have enough evidence to prove Mr. and Mrs. had it guilty. Everyone is giving them all the evidence they have on Mr. and Mrs. Haddock. We take a break to see what the jury decides to do. Has the jury decided if Mr. and Mrs. Haddock is guilty or not? Yes, the judge sentenced Mr. and Mrs. Haddock to 85 years in prison. Leah is heartbroken because she doesn't understand how her parents 
could do this to people, but Leah can now sleep peacefully now that she knows what happened to Longtown.